You're listening to Courting in Color with your hosts, Shatrice and Louise. We're live. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I'm waiting for Louise to hit record. Okay, that had already happened and I wasn't paying attention. JK. All right. OMG season two, back like we never left. How are you, Louise? Who are you? It's so long. Like, what are you? I was about to say, back like that ex that has uh, messaged you during quarantine. Bitch, which one? You know what? We will get into all of But yes, I... Uh, listen, well, but I'm Louise. I am one half of Courting in Color. Yes, and I'm Chatrice, the other half of this fabulous podcast. <laughs> yes, and I'm excited to be back. Yeah, me too. Like, I, I feel like it really hasn't been that long, but there's just been so much stuff that's been going on since we yeah. left for season one, from season one, and so... Catch us up, Louise. What have you been up to? What are maybe some big highlights? Did you, I don't know, any life changes? Yeah, well, I can't even remember when our last episode was. I know. I I went to look at a calendar. Yeah, I'm going to assume since that time, let's just say since August 1. So since August 1, I have moved into a house, um, Mm. a very nice house. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, I would like to publicly shout out, Chatrice is a real one who drove all the way down here literally (laughs) the day of um, to help us unpack. And so that was really great. So I moved in with my partner and we have this big house and it's really nice. Um, It's just nice to finally have our own porch space, our own washer and dryer. Um, But you know, it's the little uh, things, it's the little things, but you know, a bigger house means a dirtier house and more things to clean. (laughs) And uh, as Chatrice, uh, heard me talk about i'd like to invest in a roomba but not but a fumba so a fake roomba um because <laughs> yes. we need it because honestly like i just don't know y'all got a lot of floor a lot of floor um and just like we go through a lot of dishes i'm like what the hell also can i tell you okay so let me truly tell you about class transition i had my probably second middle mm-hmm. class moment where i literally today was like I oh you meant okay i was like you're in class okay no sorry. no class, my class yes, my like economic class transition moment today when yes I was like, talk about it oh i might have to hire a cleaning lady that comes in a weekly i just don't have time louise oh my gosh okay oh my god i literally was just thinking about you because so Sorry, not to cut you out. So, also, life changed for me. I just bought a house. So like, I we're both, well, so you're a legit homeowner. I'm renting a house. <laughs> but we both live in houses. But we will both have homes. So, yes. you know, and we are both paying these bills. So, honey, whatever. Um, but, yeah, so that's, like, I'm in the process of getting all of that, like, finalized and stuff. And I let my landlord of my apartment know. And he sent me, I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And he sent me this list of, like, basically a checkout list of what to yeah. do before you check out. And bitch, that list was long. It was almost like a page long. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to have to pay someone to do this. Mm-hmm. For me. I was like, I can't. Like, I, I will just, say, I, I, uh, you know, as you know, I think, you know, like I hired a cleaning, a cleaning crew to clean my um, apartment oh, that's right. before I yeah. left. Honestly, the best invention really, like it was such nice to have a peace <laughs> of mind. Amazing. 
like the peace of mind. So it turned out good. It turned out good. This is this is this is truly maybe where like honestly like privilege like class privilege comes in. I'm like, I don't want to do it. I can pay someone to do it, and I have the money to do it, and I might consider. That's literally why I decided last week I needed a financial planner. I was like, oh shit, I'm like middle class. What do I do? (laughs) Like this is not. We are this the American dream. This is not my family dream. story. We are the American dream. We are the American dream. Harriet! <laughs> you hear me? <laughs> but yeah, and I was like, I... <laughs> not this call. <laughs> but seriously, I was like, I, I don't know what to do. I was like, yeah. thanks, I guess, to COVID, I've saved so much money. I'm like, but what Can we talk about it? Money do? Oh, what do we do? I don't know. Well, so honestly... Um, <laughs> Like, I, I really love the different, like, uh, what's it called? The different lifestyle blogs you're becoming. And so during your two-week stint of being a financial <laughs> blog and a financial advisor. But that turned out so well for me because when I tell you, I was like, oh, I have money that, like, I don't have to yes. sitting there for all intents and purposes. Yes. Um, so what do I do with it? So mm-hmm. I might follow. But I was like, you know what? Shatrice just told me to save my money. And then yes, once I do that, I and I can move on to the next level. So. We're still in level one before we move. Yes, we're still in level one. And as soon as I figure out what level two is, I will be sure, <laughs> be sure to report back. And that's what I told that planner. I was like, okay, for a second, for like a hot second, I convinced myself that I was a financial planner. And then mm-hmm. I got very overwhelmed very quickly about what to do with all these things, all these things that we could potentially do with money, but I don't know which one to do first. And and where yeah, to start and yeah. stuff like that. And so the couple, I've been technically interviewing financial planners. And the couple that I've talked to, I know, like, apparently you're supposed to, like, you know, not just go with the first person. So I'm like, okay. Um, and the, the two that I've talked to so far, they were just like, you know, tell me about you. And here's what we can do and all this stuff. So I'm excited. I'm like, ooh, this is, like, big girl adult stuff mm-hmm. that's happening. But, but, yeah, that's definitely been um one new thing i actually earlier today well currently i am experiencing a therapy hangover because like i just had therapy maybe like four hours ago or whatever and it was just like so much (laughs) and um with your old therapist or a new one with a new one yeah and so like i'm still like kind of getting used to her um, but we spent a decent amount of time. No, we spent the entire time <laughs> today talking about like dating and relationships because of a couple of things that have transpired, which aren't even the totality oh, of everything. I know, we haven't caught up. I know we had we look. <laughs> Hello, courting cuties. <laughs> right. It's time to catch really, up. Really, this podcast <laughs> is just recording our conversations. <laughs> These are the archives of our lives. Um. But yeah, and so it's just, she was like hitting me with the left to left, what, I don't, okay, I don't know. The one two. Right, left. The one two, thank you, um, with all the things. And I was like, I mean, I don't disagree with you, so now what? Um, But on the flip side, she's giving me um, additional content for this podcast. (laughs) So I was like, I will save that for another day. But yeah, it was definitely like a lot. of stuff that I have to come to terms with or yeah. not even come to terms with some stuff I kind of knew. I just now need a plan of action to figure out how to like change it. So honestly, probably nothing new than what I've, what people are used to me like experiencing and talking about from like season mm-hmm. one, because 
shit, I'm still trying to figure stuff out. It's, you know, I'm another year older and I'm just trying to become another year wiser. So that is the current goal here. My question for you, um, something I figured we could ponder on throughout this season is, what is one relationship, real or fictional, that's either inspiring you or standing out to you this week? Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one that's coming to mind, I would say, is uh, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union. Oh, okay. Um, so I think one of them, both of them are listed as Time's Most Influential People. I think that list recently got released. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think to me, they're inspiring because like, obviously they're being so affirming with their child, um, who I forget how identifies. So I'll just use the word gender expansive, their gender expansive child. Um, and just showing like what it means to really support and be there for a child and to love them conditionally, accept them for who they are. And I think they're just a great example Mm -hmm. of that, but also obviously being like, black parents so and so to me like they're just an inspiration as like you know a person of color to see like oh this is actually really possible um yeah yeah. I also tangentially but I saw like a video on Twitter of like a Mexican dad at his like gay son's wedding and I was like oh my gosh I I turned off because I couldn't cry um which is a very serious thing but I was like ah (laughs) um feelings so yes, I would say Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union for supporting their child and loving them unconditionally. Oh, that's great. And mine is so the opposite of what you're saying. So what? a relationship that I'm thinking about this week is very fictional. Um, okay. I've recently gotten, gotten into the show Dynasty. Um, none of the, our general audience, I don't think, would have probably been alive when Dynasty originally aired. Like, I don't even know. 80s, 70s, not really sure. But, okay. So, like, that was a soap opera or whatever. And basically, they've just, uh, what do you call it when they start a show over again? They respin or restart or revamp? What do they call it when they redo shows? Like, recast, not recast it. Um, They They brought it into the modern age, basically. (laughs) Yes, look, that's all you really need to know. Dynasty's back on. And every, at some point during every episode, I have to remind myself, like, soap opera, soap opera. Like, this is, like, wildly ridiculous because it's a soap mm. opera, but that's honestly kind of what makes it good to watch. Like, a guilty pleasure type good to watch. Um, but anyway, so the couple that I'm thinking about now is Crystal and, um, damn, Daddy Carrington, Blake, Blake Carrington and Crystal, future Carrington. Um, and the last episode that I watched, they were scheming her huge, but like when I tell you, she was being very ride or die. She had to pretend that she wasn't with him. So that way she didn't have to testify against him because like he had killed this man, even though it was the wrong man for her because they thought that he was trying to kill her. But Crystal and Blake, like she, I don't know. She's just very ride or die. And honestly, I don't know if I can be that ride or die uh-huh. um, to anyone. I mean, obviously, if this was real life and, like, my future husband was tied up in racketeering and illegal gambling and all this, no, I probably would run for the hills. But Crystal's like, look, my family is even worse, so this is nothing, mm. and I got you, boo. And, you know, they're going strong. Now, this is the second Crystal. The first Crystal that he married did get killed in a fire that was set by their fake son. 
um, who went oh. away and was actually dating his ex-wife. So very soap opera Like, right, right. it is, yes, but th- that's definitely a relationship that's, like, standing out to me right now. But, yes, Krista, she's, like, this fierce Latina woman, and she is just, like, I'm going to be here for my rich-ass white man. I was like, okay, good for you, girl. Right. So, <laughs> so there's that. So I definitely want to give According Cutie shout out mm-hmm. um, to my girl Keisha. She hey. is, you can find her at Absolutely Regal, spelled like Absolutely Regal on Instagram. Um, but she's amazing. Louise, you got to meet her yes. this summer for my birthday. And she was just like gassing up this lovely lovely listen of a podcast and uh, I was just like oh my gosh like that's so great and she's talking just gushing and like talking about how much she enjoyed it and I was recently at her bridal shower um a couple weeks ago and like she was like telling somebody else about it I was like oh that's so great so you know the realist the MVP Miss Keisha I won't say your last name because that's gonna change in a little bit anyway (laughs) but we Mm -hmm. love you girl um, and hope you're listening. For today's topic, much like the uh, couple that I was inspired by, or, <laughs> or the couple that stands out, I don't know if I was necessarily inspired, but much like the couple, I've just been very influenced by um, sitcoms and TV dramas lately. And as you know, and we've talked about like all of this juicy goodness juicy black goodness that Netflix is bringing back like it's just been so much TV to watch like I I'm actually kind of ashamed of myself that I've only made it through like to three seasons but I'm impressed I couldn't even get through the assignment for this week god damn it Louis you had one job I got through half of the assignment Okay. Oh, well, you get okay. We'll see if you get half the credit. I think you'll still. It'll still be yeah. relevant. It was still. But, it was a little confusing, but we made it through. I pushed. We made it I, through. <laughs> a lot of context clues I had to put together that I think I'm. I'm. I figured out. Well, I didn't know if you had started watching yet, and so I'm talking about the I show Girlfriends to. for yes. those who are listening. Mm-hmm. Um, Girlfriends. I think it was early. Started in like late '90s, early 2000s, because they definitely make a couple of references. Like I think. They hit reference September 11th. And I was like, oh, so this wasn't the 90s. Um, but yeah, so early 2000s show about four Black women in LA um, who were just figuring out life. They are all in their like late 20s to early 30s. And so it's hella relevant now. But again, once again, this is one of those shows that I watched when I was younger and it was not at all relevant to my life, but I enjoyed it. And so I was excited to see it come back. That, what else has been back? Moesha, Mm -hmm. the Parkers are coming back, the game. Um, A lot of like classic, yes, a lot of classic black television from like our generation. Yes, it's it's just been such a lovely and enjoyable walk down memory lane. So thank you to Netflix and probably um, Strong Black Lead. I feel like they probably Mm -hmm. had a lot to do with like. Yeah, I was going to shut them out. Yeah. Related, but tangentially. I laughed. I think it was an episode of Sister Sister. That's actually I did start watching that. Um, okay, good. <laughs> obviously, I haven't made it through the first season, but in, well, yeah. in what context? But they were like, "Can you believe being thirty-five? And I'm like, oh! 
ah, that's me now. Ah, almost. Ah. But it's just so funny because I remember watching right. this show as a teenager and being like, wow, 35. And now I'm like, whoa. Well, it's 35. I'm here. <laughs> like, it's like down the street. I'm here. Well, the thing that always cracks me up about shows in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, is like how whenever they talk about like the new millennium and like, They'll be like 2020. Like it's always like people yes. in spacesuits, uh, spacesuits. <laughs> and I'm like, no, we are not in spacesuits, but we all are walking around in masks and you know hiding. And so maybe they were onto something. But it's right. always funny. We were in like, bubbles. We're in bubbles now. Basically. We're in bubbles, right? And so I'm like, you know, they kind of hit the nail on the head there. So anyway, all that to say, I was inspired by a few sets of episodes, or I should say a few storylines that were in the first and second season. And I figured we could talk about that today because I posted on our Instagram to all of you lovely courting cuties. My question was, uh, would you help your friend cheat on their partner? So not would you cheat, but would you help your friend cheat on their partner? And I was honestly surprised by the results um, and the responses. 82% of the cuties on insta said in the words of maya from girlfriends oh hell no and only 18 percent said yes ride or die Hmm. like are you surprised by that i think so i guess obviously we can extrapolate a lot of what ifs and like oh my god scenarios but yeah i would i would guess people would be more ride or die i also want i also maybe wonder if like how many of our courting cuties are in just different like facets of their relationship, like in where they are in like being in relationships or married or with a family. Because I feel like mm-hmm. I would maybe a little be, if I was like younger than I am now, obviously I'm still younger, but I feel like yeah. if I was in, if I was in college, I'd be like, oh, yes, I'm ride or die. But maybe there's mm-hmm. something about like normative culture. That's like, no, we got to be faithful or we got to, <laughs> you got to be faithful with till the end. You got to try it with your partner. Whereas, yeah. like, if I was younger, I'd be like, fuck it. I'll help you. That's <laughs> that, you know, Negro yeah. over there. Like, what you uh, need, girl? <laughs> what, right. But it is it is interesting. And as I was thinking about the question, because I didn't answer, because honestly, I was on the fence, too. I was like, well, I think it makes a difference if it's passively helping or actively helping. And so if, if a homie, homegirl said, hey, Chatrice, if anyone asks, I was with you last night, 10 p.m. I probably would say yes. And I probably, sure. honestly, the way my life is, I don't have time to ask you why. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, sure. Like, just can you put that in writing so I can, like, remember, like, if someone... Right. Um, retroactively, put that in my, retroactively put that in my calendar. <laughs> actually, yes, that's exactly, that's exactly what I need you to do if you actually expect me to, like be your proper alibi because girl I'm not gonna remember at this point in life but um but yeah I feel like I just wouldn't have a problem with that but probably again it's passive because I probably wouldn't ask any questions about it and I you know wouldn't necessarily Mm -hmm. get involved and I think when I think about actively I'm like I don't even know what that means like I guess it means like if they were cheating on them with you well, no, okay. I didn't mean actively participating in the cheatation, more so like actively helping them. But okay, right. yes, I guess if I was, I guess, okay, whatever. <laughs> if I was one they were cheating with, then yes, I would be part of the problem. Um, but if I wasn't, 
the third wheel here and and I guess like actively participating I guess I actively participating like if you and your boo went on a double date with your homegirl and like her side pee or you know (gasps) like that's what I think like actively participate right 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 like that's what I think of like active or like do do things with them or it's not just like you meet this you meet I don't know would they be a side a side hoe with that pee I don't know shit the I other mean, one, the a other main person. hoe. The I main don't know. Hoe, yeah. the, squeeze, the right. Something squeeze. like that. I swear, if Tyler Perry's listening, this is going to be the plot of his right. next film or the start of the next season of whatever show he has shows he has out right now. Because right. I'm pretty sure I've seen that happen. But yeah, like I guess I hadn't. That would be a lot. That would be a lot for me. But it, okay, so. Yeah. Let me add a little context for everyone who's watching in case you have not been binging Girlfriends as I have attempted to do. So basically what happened, so in the first two seasons, there's a couple of instances of cheating. And I, you can't see my air quotes, but I'm throwing them up because I'm like, well, was it, wasn't it? I don't know. Um, so basically on season one, uh, Tony, who's like a real estate agent, I I wouldn't call her a gold digger because she does have her own money, but she just really wants a guy with money as well, which I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't be mad at you for that girl. So great. So anyway, so Tony, real estate agent, she, she ends up meeting back up with someone she dated in college who was broke then and he's broke now. So he's very much not kind of financially in the place where she want her guys to be, but she loves him anyway. Like he's an artist and he doesn't care about money. So they're really different, but somehow they figure out how to make it work kind of sort of. So then one of the girls ends up in the hospital and who does Tony meet? A doctor. And that is way more into her socioeconomic, like. Oh, that's what happened. Is that what happened in episode seven? Yes. Okay. See, um, I skipped seven and went straight. I skipped straight. I skipped uh, seven and went 20, 21, 22. Because I was like, oh, maybe seven is like another. I thought the story arc. Why? (laughs) I purposely picked a selection of episodes for you to watch because I was like, this piece sets up the thing oh. and then kicks it off. So set, yeah. Should have put those instructions because I just assumed I was <laughs> like, oh, I assumed the story was contained in 2021, 20, 22 and seven was like another side story. No, I was trying to keep you on track. Okay, well. I did put fine. it together. I put it all together. By the you end. put it together. That's all that matters. We got here. So then basically you got the point where Tony basically ended up you know falling for this doctor truly right. for his money like she wasn't really like in love with him in the way that he um that she was in love with the artist but then the doctor ends up proposing she like without a hesitation it says yes all the while she's still going home to the artist and um basically what happens probably what in one of those 2021 22 episodes is that her artist boyfriend comes over to her friend Joan's house and he's yeah. like stressed about something. I think Joan like thinks, yes, Joan, thinks, <laughs> Joan thinks it's about the breakup. Cause she had just talked to Tony mm-hmm. about breaking up with him. Like you're cheating on him. Like you're yeah. literally dating two people. So she thought that's what it was about. So she starts saying like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry about the breakup. Like hope, you know, she, she loves the doctor. Not really. She really loves you, whatever. And he's looking at her like, wait a second. What? And so all that to say, Tony gets busted, right? Like she, and just as Joan is like telling all of this stuff to the artist, Tony realizes, oh my gosh, no, I got to leave the doctor. I really mm. do love the artist, whatever. 
but obviously like he figures out um you know or he doesn't like joan literally tells him like the truth so he's like nah i'm good so with just that like plot right there if you were joan louise like what would you like i don't know how would you be feeling because i because then basically tony gets super pissed at joan for telling um homeboy the news right and joan is tracy ellis ross's character right Yes. Yes. So if I was Joan, wait, am I giving advice to Joan or if I was Joan? If you were Joan, but you're welcome to give advice to Joan. So let me start with my advice to Joan. My advice to Joan is really the Louise approach is I stay out of people's business as much as possible. Mm -hmm. I like hearing about it tangentially, but I do not want to engage (laughs) with it. I love the gossip, but I don't care to be actively involved in the gossip, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. I just Mm -hmm. love to know. I love to know. I'm a very curious individual. You're sipping the tea, but you're not necessarily pouring, maybe? Right. I'm (laughs) sipping the tea. So I actually, I'm sipping the second pot of tea. The first pot has already been served. Like, the first, like the, you know, the first time using the tea bags. Oh. Anyway, anyway, sorry. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't drink tea, damn it! Right. So it's not as strong because it's the second. Okay. It's the second. Okay, gotcha. Thank you. The residuals of it. Also, tea bagging. Uh, well, I okay. Yeah. I don't do that either. <laughs> uh, but but if I was yeah. Joan. Okay, so if I was Joan, I let's say you would messed have, up I would have thought, you accidentally. Well, right. I think I would have done probably what Joan would have done and been like, "Oh, well, duh. This is why you're coming here. This is why you're so agitated." Mm-hmm. I also would have been like in real life. I would have been like, you know what? I've seen enough sitcoms <laughs> to know that I need to shut up. Let me let more. you. Right, 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 right. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> again, guess, yeah. I think I would try to be, especially because I think I tend to be the, 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 the solver, or like don't want people to mm-hmm. be hurting as much, and so I just want to let you know. But I think also <laughs> to some capacity, like if I was Joan, I'm like, who's this artist to me? Like, let me check in with my girl Tony, mm-hmm, right? Like, mm-hmm, I'm like, my loyalty mm-hmm. is to her. Mm-hmm. But I think also, I don't know if I would do this in practice, but I think uh, outside of the situation, I'd check in with my homegirl, Tony, and be like, okay, so let's go through all the scenarios. (laughs) What would you want me to do in each of these 112 scenarios? Just so I'm ready. (laughs) I have my notepad, and I will flip to page three if it's the third scenario. We'll keep it moving. Right. Um, But anyway, so something you said that made me think about something or that brought me back to a thought that I had before was right like so when your friends are dating people or in relationships with people how close do you get to those partners like you know what I mean like my loyalty is to you Louise not your partner not to say that like obviously like we're cool we have each other's numbers like it's someone to go in half on with the surprises and things right but like we ain't like texting like without you on the side like on a daily basis like i am your friend so that's where my my loyalty like generally well especially in adulthood right i feel like maybe i don't know why i keep coming back to college but maybe like in college or grad school it would have been different because like i'm sure you'll i'm sure there's a greater chance for for you to be friends with your friend's partner, if that makes sense, uh, right? Just mm-hmm, by association. Yeah. Like smaller circles. But yeah, yeah. I think of like my partner's friends now and I'm like, oh, they've been over for like dinner and stuff. And I'm just like, oh, it's cool. It's nice to meet you. Like I'll hang out and kind of do my own thing. I think 
but I'm like, I don't, I won't see y'all. Like, there's no reason for us to hang out without. <laughs> right. Without that the person <laughs> that we don't know. Right. <laughs> so. Talk about besides right. that. <laughs> but I do want your number at some point just to plan a surprise, right? Like to do. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to exactly. have another person or, or honestly, and it's so funny because each of us, each of us have our you, if that makes sense. Uh, in terms of like, oh, who's our person that has the house key? Like, oh yes, yes my yes. partner has that person, and we both like agree that this is like our chatrice. We both have a chatrice in our life. Ah, uh, yes. Or he well, has a chatrice in his lucky. life. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I get what you're saying. Well, right. And so, um, so I was thinking about it, that piece, and like the, our realities, right? So, like, right. I've met your, you know, partner like several times at this point. Um, and I have been, we've both been in situations previously where like we've met each, the person that the other was dating. And it's so funny because, or not really, haha, but like I, when I'm dating someone, I do think about that though. Like I do think mm-hmm. about like, when is my person, my partner, boo, boyfriend, whatever, when are they going to meet my friends? Like, cause are you really in my life if you don't even know my friends or if you've never met them? Cause I'm like, right. I feel like my friends are, you know, around a decent amount. And so, like, at some point, those worlds should converge. Although, also side note, but related, I was recently talking to this guy on Tinder. Maybe he'll be a tail <laughs> on a future episode. But basically, he was saying that, like, he just got out of a four-year relationship. And I was like, you know, okay, cool. What are you looking for? And he was like, well, I'm just looking for friends because in those four years, I really only talked to my partner. And we didn't have like any friends. And I was like, woo, codependency, red flag there. Yeah. I don't, I'm not trying to be anyone's everything. But I do think about that like when I'm dating, right? I'm like, yeah, like you are a part of my life. So it means at least you have to be introduced to my circles. Like yeah. you can't be everything to me. Yeah. Um, and I, in some ways, kind of relate to that, maybe not say codependency, but that like we're kind of, with what you just shared, what it makes me think about is how me still living so close to like the mountain where we met, I really mm-hmm. haven't felt the need to make new friends in my new city. Also, mm-hmm. quarantine didn't help, right? But didn't I like, help? Yep. and I have a couple of friends like from work and things like that. And I, when I think when I came down here, I was like, oh, I'm excited to just like meet people. We, we may not be grabbing like, um, brunch every weekend like we did with like you know brian and Haley, but like you know yeah. we all meet at the uh at the goat yoga convention once a year or something but like <laughs> those kind of like um activity based friends as opposed to like oh i'm going through this shit with someone with mm-hmm. uh, and so i fear that sometimes like i'm like oh maybe i should know more people but i mean i feel good with what i have and covid just is fucking up the whole world in so many ways Absolutely. and so i'm trying not to think about it too much but i i really have been more mindful of like okay if i at least if i'm not making any new friends while i'm if i at least i'm not making any new friends at the moment let me make sure that i'm still reaching out to like my friends who've always like been here with me up to this point um and i think i am and again covid is just messing up everything i'm like when's the last time we talked maybe it was a year ago maybe it was two days ago who knows who actually knows like it's very frustrating and i know that's um (laughs) a big part of what me and my therapist were talking about earlier. Um, She was like, I mean, you know, literally today, who all, because we were like, you know, I was like, 
all I have is the apps right now. Literally, all I have is the apps. And mm -hmm. according to the dating experts out there, that's supposed to be one third of my dating strategy. I'm supposed to have in person and references from friends. So, but literally, we're trapped in our houses. And she was like, Yeah, like, who have you actually seen today? I was like, I ran to Kroger um, really quickly to buy the potatoes that I almost burned <laughs> like a few minutes ago. Um, and as I was starting to the parking lot, this white lady was in my way. So I saw her and I looked <laughs> at her and like, she was like, oh yeah, I think a car is coming. And I was like, but can she scoot up so I can see for myself? So that was a weird encounter. But that literally, Louise, was my only in-person encounter today, which is why I can remember it. And like, cause at Kroger, no, that's not true. Um, I talked to one person inside of Kroger, right. one employee inside of Kroger. But yeah, I mean, but okay, great. It's what, Wednesday? And I talked to two, I saw two people today. Mm -hmm. Like, that is it. And I, because I was about to go hang out with some of my girlfriends, but I was like, ooh, I got a lot of stuff to do today. So I couldn't. So maybe it'll be four people tomorrow. Right. <laughs> but like, that's where we're at. Like, that's just fucking where we're at. And it's exhausting to think about it. And it's frustrating. So I'm like, I'm great. And I'm even greater when I can leave my house mm -hmm. and be social and do the things. Um, and life is not set up in that way right now. And that really fucking sucks. So <laughs> don't know how I got there. <laughs> no, I mean, but, but I think like, um, I, I, maybe just to close it off, like I really do relate because it's like, I'm going into the office right now for work, but I'm seeing people, but not really like, literally I'm trapped in my office. Like I, I'm not hanging out in the lounge and like- Exactly hanging out at the water cooler um and talking to people like so i really i just kind of get to work go into my office do my work maybe step out for lunch and then leave like i don't really engage i mean there's no happy hours right now right like there's no work happening right, and i just like, want to be happy so one question that i wanted to ask that i think actually maybe we can just like live time think about right now is mm -hmm. Do you think your definition of cheating is different than your friend's definition of cheating? So if you've never Ooh. talked about this to your friends, which I was like, oh, I don't even know. Like I've not yeah, yeah. talked about this. So should, should we find ourselves in a situation? Let us prepare right now. So <laughs> Louise, <laughs> right. Louise, tell me what your definition of cheating is and I'll tell you what mine is. And obviously it also differs with like an actual relationship like that yeah. you're in, of course. But generally speaking what would you consider cheating? So it is actually really funny that you, that you mentioned that because I just had a thought of like, okay, what is and what's not cheating? And let okay. me tell you in what context. But okay. so actually, let me get, let, let me tell the, what's it called? The punchline. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll tell you the joke leading up to it. Okay. So I think okay. my <laughs> definition of cheating is any interaction that, um, okay, and I think there's levels, but I think my general sure. definition is any interaction with a gender or person like I would be attracted to or interested mm -hmm. in, whether romantically, physically, emotionally, and I would not tell my partner. So that's the punchline of the mm -hmm, joke. Mm -hmm, and so I think there's like now tell us about cheating. how you've been cheating. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh, I have not been cheating. Okay. <laughs> um, I think there's like little C and big C cheating. Okay, I think so that I think, I think big C cheating is like. You sleep with someone, you make out, you, oh, okay. I don't know, Physical. grope each other under the table while you're at a diner and Issa Rae is make, making out with uh, a, a beautiful man. Uh, yes, uh, Daniel. <laughs> Daniel. 
Um, but I think little C cheating in some ways, and so this is the joke. Um, so I texted you like a, an, an ex, someone I saw when I was oh, yes, yes, yes. last summer. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, so this person, I did not end up in a bad place. Truly. Yeah. Like it was, it was like amicable. I was like, Oh, Hey, like, what do you want? Like, is this something he's like, uh, they're like, no. And I'm like, okay. Um, and so we didn't end in bad terms. I don't have really any spite against them. But yeah. when, they, when they texted me, I was like, okay, yeah, I can reply. But I'm like, one, one like, what would we even talk about? And two, mm-hmm. like, I actually asked myself, I was like, would I, would I even tell my partner about this? Mm-hmm. And the answer to that made me be like, you know what? Not that I wouldn't, but I'm like, I don't feel the need. How am I trying uh, to explain it? But you know what I mean? Let's I like, mean, I get what you're saying. You're like, yeah. basically, you don't. So I think there's a couple of key nuggets right. my therapist who would be like, well, here's this, that, and the third, honey, right. about that one sentence. But um, I, so what I first hear you say is that, like, we really don't even necessarily have anything to talk about. Because when you and this person last talked, was it literally last year? Yeah, it was right before I moved to, to here. And y'all weren't, like, necessarily talking for, like, that long, right? And no, so, it was, like, a summer, May to, May to June, May to July type of thing. Sure. And so it's, like, if you didn't build, like, a whole relationship in that time, like, not, like, even mm-hmm. romance, like, just, like, to know each other, right? Like, um, yeah. yeah, to know each other intimately, but not necessarily sexually. But, like, if you didn't build that whole thing, what would, what would you possibly have to talk about mm-hmm. a year later? Because it's not, like, a, a, a friendship has really been established. Like, right. And that's what I think I'm spending a lot of time thinking about. It's like, if we weren't trying to like pursue something romantic, would we even be friends? Mm. And if the answer is no, it's like, oh, they possibly, possibly they reached out to you just to be like, hey, like I'm bored. I'm in quarantine. What you doing? Like, just just innocent. But it's like, well, the the only context of your relationship is that of something leaning towards romantical, like something Mm -hmm. that's like was going in a dating situations it just didn't work out right and so why would it be any different now right like, unless they explicitly were like hey sorry it didn't work out let's be friends which i don't think they said no no i was like yeah and i think the other thing too is like you know i don't i think i don't feel the need to even respond to that person like i'm not even letting like necessarily tell my partner like oh an old ex because I'm like oh you texted me and I ignored it like mm-hmm. not even an ex they're just like someone from my I don't know it's so it's you dated. yeah and so I don't know if I think I don't know I don't know if what I'm trying to say is like little c cheating would be me responding back to this person mm-hmm. and not telling my partner but what I answered for myself is like okay if I responded to this person I don't know if I would necessarily tell my partner so I'm like why would I even respond to this person it's yourself in that situation right so you are doing the uh, critical thinking that people who get stuck in these situations often forget to do. Um, And, you know, heat of the moment. And with some people, it's like, oh, well, we really did have more built up. And so I'm more compelled to not ignore them or, you know, situational, whatever. Um, And that's so wild that that is your response. Like we've kind of talked about a little bit, like I've had a fuck ton of blasts from my past just pop up every now and then. And it's been like, I'm like dodging, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm in the matrix or some shit. And like with each like new, um, I guess like text or encounter or message or whatever, like I literally have to go through that whole line of thought myself of like, do I respond to this person? Like, 
what could they possibly want? Like, mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, well, I would know what they want if I replied to them. And so this whole like internal debate goes on in my head on whether I should reply or not. And I feel like maybe I've done 50-50 of responses to folks. But yeah, so you're saying little C cheating would be if you were responding and you didn't feel the need to tell your partner. Right. Now, okay, I feel like I have several follow-up questions that I'll say for another day. Because I'm like, well, so then do you do you and your partner ever talk about exes? Is that kind of like just a like, nah, like we don't do that? Yeah, I, it's I, just a nah for us. I mean, I think it's just a nah for us. Like, yeah. I don't feel the need to share my dating history because it's really not even relevant to us, right? Like, yeah. Um, I mean, I think, I think we had... Um, I mean, I say we, I definitely like opened up more when we were making it official. I was like, you know, um, it's really, I forget how I phrased it, but I was just like, you know, I've had really shitty experiences. And so um, with like dating. And so this is kind of why I am or am not showing up in these ways, but they weren't like, mm-hmm. oh, so-and-so from so-and-so location did this, right? Mm-hmm. No one, it's in a very uh, maybe general experience sense, like, yeah okay. a culmination yeah. of these experiences not necessarily like got me here you know joe schmo from i don't know california no one from california but you know <laughs> from timbuktu right. well and that's wild too because i think about like some of the guys that i've talked to not even seriously dated but talked to and how invested in my like prior relationships they are like off right off the bat and yeah. it's very um unbecoming it's very off-putting to like have someone try to like grill you about your past. And I don't even know, I don't even necessarily know if like grilling is like the attitude that folks are coming at me with, but it just feels that way. It's like, oh, like this. And I'm, cause I'm like you to some extent, I'm like, if it's not relevant, I don't see why I would share right. it. Um, but I don't know. I'm trying to think. So what is my definition of cheating? I definitely think, yes, any, if you are not, in an open relationship that you both have explicitly agreed to be a part of, then if you, hmm, I'm going to say you said groping. I don't know if I, I'm like, <laughs> am, yeah, I the gropey? am I the gropey or the groper? Cause I'm like, I do know what I've seen from some of my friends who have been in relationships. I'm like, Oh gosh, they are just so flirty, like just naturally with right. like you know other folks and i'm like oh okay like i just always i'm like i don't know i always have a little bit of a side eye but like mm-hmm. if i know a person i'm like well shoot that's really that really is how they are um so yeah. maybe if you did like do a little ha 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 and like touch someone's like arm like maybe that and i i'm a toucher <laughs> that's cheating no i'm kidding <laughs> Oh gosh, maybe I'm a no. no. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, if that's who you are, and you yeah. will not take away any romantic, you know, vibes away from that or whatever, then fine. But yeah, anything that's like physical, and I think you made a good point of like, if it's a secret, that's probably heading into cheating territory. I think I get a little stuck on the emotional right um, piece because I think it's very obvious for most monogamous relationships that if you fuck someone <laughs> you are in fact cheating um but it's like wh- what if you just have like a standing appointment with someone that you could potentially be interested in if you weren't dating your current partner like what if you mm-hmm. like 
got lunch with him every Friday and you just talked. Like, it seems like you could call that a friendship, but like, I think, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's where lines could potentially get blurred if like, you're not very clear about stuff. So. Well, and I think too, what we're also kind of getting at is like intimacy, right? And I, I definitely believe mm-hmm. that intimacy mm-hmm. isn't reserved solely for like romantic, mm-hmm. isn't reserved for solely like romantic or sexual relationships. Like I think intimacy can be created between friends. And I saw a really good tweet thread by um, uh, by like a disability activist um, mm-hmm. and advocate who just talked about like intimacy and like how they were just talking that they wish that intimacy between friends was more normalized. Like people mm-hmm. think was more normalized yes. in general, but normalized in yeah. media. Right. Like me, you know, me embracing someone in a hug or me like, uh, I don't even know, like like, any kind of physical intimacy. Right. Like what is that Mm -hmm. line between like intimacy and cheating? Um, Because if it's like a hug or if it's like, oh, someone's like laying on you and you're like uh, i don't know <laughs> rubbing their hair i don't know petting them oh okay. you know what i mean like but what is what does intimacy look spooning. like in a not spooning <laughs> like what does intimacy look like in a non-cheating capacities but there are some That's people who question. would believe that like some people would believe that like oh you like you're uh in a certain state of undress and you're like in a bed with your friends in a very like friendly way like i was like oh that's like literally me and Trace every time we travel or me just like showing up and oh. Trace, you know well yes i'm like if if but some people you would think that's at cheating. my house and you don't end up in my bed like out of, like were you really right. here like i don't know <laughs> Trace has a california king size bed uh for I her wish. orgies that she hosts well no but i think but i think that's i think even when it comes to like cheating and intimacy and monogamy, I think there's obviously like a lot of overlaps. Now I have have not explored, no, I don't know much about like non-monogamy, right? So like in relationships like polyamorous and stuff like that. But I think, I think there's a lot of trust, right? I think that's the thing we, in addition to like communication, it's like trust, right? So do you feel like you no longer have the trust of someone when you do something, even if it's just as simple as like responding to an ex, like, and yeah. And for me, I feel like, if I were to respond to that person who reached out to me, I'd feel like a little guilty if I didn't tell my partner about it, but I also have no reason to. So I'm like, why right. would I even, th- again, it comes back to why would I even respond to this person to begin with? If it's going to cause me that much guilt um, yeah. or if I'm like feeling icky about it, I listen to a little thing called a conscious. And so my <laughs> conscious is Good telling you. me, don't do it. And why? Right. Yeah. So. Though as the friend whose loyalties lie with you, if you did respond, you're like, ah, if I did the wrong, did I do the wrong thing? I would definitely tell you no, you did not do the wrong thing. <laughs> right, right. Like, yeah, and, it, and it's truly, yeah. and it, even again in this case, it's just like, and I've had people reach out to me too, especially like in the last year and like even quarantine. And I'm just like, no, like I have no to <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, no, that's real. Well, I mean, all of what you're saying basically summarizes the um, cheating plot point of season two, which was Maya. And so Maya is the one that's married um, and she meets this nice guy at work. Like it's just literally, oh, like we just met in the elevator type shit, which is why I need to be out of quarantine so I can start meeting people in fucking elevators. But (laughs) that's a side note. Um, So like she meets this uh, nice guy at work and just basically insist that they're friends. Like they start going to lunch on a very regular basis. And the funny thing, or it's kind of, it kind of becomes an inside joke to like all the girlfriends that like 
she's cheating on her husband. Like, if they're, like, in casual conversation, they'll be like, well, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, like, cheating on my husband like Maya is. And she'll be like, right. I'm not cheating on my husband. Like, I'm just talking to, you know, this guy or whatever. I'm just, like, going to lunch. I have to eat, whatever. But to your point, at no point does she ever tell Darnell, her husband. Um, and so, like, basically, she's, de- like, she definitely is into this guy, right? Like, right. the nice guy from work. Like, it, and you could, like, say into him romantically or just into him in the way that he could potentially right, feel him you just feel it like it's just a, you vibe with someone oh my gosh now i sound like the negroes on tinder but anyway um so they're like vibing or whatever and then one day they finally go in for a kiss all it is mm. is a kiss granted it's in the office so that's even more scandalous but it's a kiss and i'm like yikes and so she's like guilt-ridden she's like i don't know like what to do like we obviously have to stop plus he wasn't a good kisser so <laughs> that's really what like was the mm-hmm. kicker for her um and so her friends were like girl do not do not tell darnell about this and basically the plot twist of all of that is that the nice guy from work then ends up well sorry let me back up so maya tells lynn one of the other girlfriends the one that never has a job um or a place to live <laughs> she tells her to go basically break up with the nice guy which i was like oh my like I don't know why. She's like, I don't want to talk to him. Lynn was like, fine, I'll go tell him that, like, y'all need to stop. And so mm-hmm. he gets pissed. And so then he's basically seeking revenge. And, like, he, like, befriends her. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yes. Like, and then she, he befriends her husband purposely, like, to be like, I could just tell your husband, like, we're going to become friends. Like, I, you're not going to get rid of me in your life. And so I'm like, ooh, cheating goes all the way wrong. I mean, I don't know that cheating right. ever goes right, but this is, like, a classic yikes worst case scenario because i was like well damn i do feel bad for maya because literally all she did was kiss him and like they well i won't spoil it and say what happens between darnell and maya but like Mm -hmm. it was just a kiss and i was like it it was a violation for sure like she violated his trust but like i don't think it's like this is the doom end of a relationship situation i don't know well um, and I have I have a couple of thoughts. Um, and really what's coming to mind is like, what are your thoughts around like a work husband or a work spouse? Oh, that's and a like, good to, question. And like, is that like a, obviously that's not cheating, but I think what you're getting at with Maya's example, no, what yeah. Maya's example is like, yeah. when, when does like friendship go too far, mm-hmm. right? I think it's also complex. I think for me, the guilt part, like if you feel guilty, like if you feel like, yeah. oh, I should not have done this. Mm-hmm. I think people got to know themselves. You said something else that really caught my attention is like critical thinking, right? I think we <laughs> yes. all know when we're being a little too like, oh, this mm-hmm. could this could easily get misconstrued, especially in a work setting. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. it won't become a Title IX thing, right? Like someone could. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm someone not could really be caught like. up in litigations. Right, right. Someone could be like, oh, someone was really friendly to me. Like. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned. I'm like, oh, we, that's why we just, you know, keep Shut it up. cool. Check yourself before you wreck yourself and your reputation. Well, I don't know. Like, what do you think? Like, do you think anyone ever cheats on a healthy relationship? Like, what they feel to be a mm. healthy relationship where they are completely fulfilled. Like, do people ever cheat on that? And I think that's what I would come, you said a key word for me, fulfilled, right? So, mm-hmm. like, I guess I imagine it's like, 
you got to have enough self-thought to be like, why is this person suddenly catching my interest? Like, Mm -hmm. why do I feel the need to respond? Like, am I not getting something? Why am I going outside of my relationship to seek this, this thing that is here? But again, Mm -hmm. like coming back to intimacy and like me going to friends for a certain level of intimacy does not mean that it's devoid in this other in in this like my relationship right like it also is yeah. there but yeah. if I'm like oh well so and so's catching my eye physically and like I want to have sex with them I'm like so what am I not getting over here that I feel mm-hmm. like I need to go over here mm-hmm. to do it um, because I think there's a difference between I I would like to say would like to imagine that we will all be attracted to other people outside of our partners right, right. we'll all at yeah. some point find someone attraction else. is limited not... attraction is limited to the old to people we're in a relationship but... exactly thank god um so like there's always a little eye candy but yes the difference would be between you just being like oh i acknowledge this eye candy versus let me go get a piece of this candy yeah i have a sweet tooth and it you know i gotta do something about it um, so that's true yeah and i'm gonna ask this question and we don't like have to get into it because i think we're you know is someone watching porn considered cheating? Ooh, that's such a good question. And as a kind of follow-up, uh, I'm also drawing, do you watch Black Mirror at all? Yes, I've seen every episode. Did you, do you remember that episode where the one guy who was in a relationship, the guy who was in a relationship with the woman <gasps> enters the game to have sex as Yes, a as a woman, right? He's a woman, yeah. And so he has sex in this virtual landscape. <sighs> And it kind of is like, is he cheating? Is he not cheating? I mean, he's yeah, he's engaging in sex, but he's not. He's feeling it, but he's not. I mean, he's experiencing, but not like he got into. Well, and he was he was um, having virtual sex with a male friend of his, so it was also the the strife and conversation of like, you know, what is my sexuality now? Like, I thought I was a straight man, but maybe not. Oh, that was such a good episode. Cause I was sitting there like, ooh, like if I was the wife, how would I feel about this? And I forget the I, actress's name, but she acted her it. ass off in that yeah. restaurant scene where she's like, so is it something about my, like, I can't even do it. Yeah. She, she just yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to go back and watch that. Um, but yeah. Oh, oh, we will have to have a whole separate episode about porn. My um, philosophy is that porn is a group activity. Well, <laughs> Wow, our listeners hear something about your bed and now hear about porn as a group activity. Now they're wondering what we're doing on vacation. Okay, did not mean group as a, uh, (laughs) no, didn't mean group. Just meant like group of, no, this is going to take out the word group. (laughs) Porn is a couple's activity. (laughs) There we go. I do not know why I say group. Um, Even though I think some people do like kind of watch Watch it casually. Yeah, say, I, have watched, I, am thinking about I have watched porn with other people before in college, but in a very Same. Like, okay, funny, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but in a very like haha funny way, like oh my gosh, yes. this, this like Scooby Doo inspired porn, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, interesting. oh, like Daphne and like um, right, 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 right. Okay, I was like, um, but yeah, okay, yeah, same. So maybe that's what I was thinking about. But what I'm actually talking about is whenever I'm dating someone, and I I feel like this is always like the most surprising thing that I can like share with a guy I'm dating, like somewhere near, you know, somewhere as we're getting to know each other, maybe near the beginning is that like, I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm totally fine watching porn with you. I would rather watch it with you. 
but here are my categories that we cannot do, and here's the ones that we can do. That's real. I'm like, yeah, like let's watch it together and like let's see like if we can turn each other on or be inspired. Because I know all of you dickheads were watching porn when you were teenagers, and that's how y'all learned sex, and that's why y'all don't always do it that great. But that's again another mm -hmm. story for another time. But um, but yeah, I'm like this is I keep I don't know why I keep wanting to say like this community property. Again, the community is just the two people <laughs> in the relationship. But yeah, I think we'll put a pin in that because I think that's its own topic. And I, I feel like people are, it's so, it's, do you think porn is still taboo? I feel like it's still kind of taboo. I think so. I mean, it's. Like people don't just be out yeah. here talking about porn. Like, right, right, oh yeah, right, did yeah. you I check out people, that new Right, right. People are not like, oh my gosh. Um, now, it is really interesting because I don't know if you followed the conversation with a lot of celebrities joining OnlyFans. Have you followed that? I, I mean, I don't follow anyone on OnlyFans, right. but I do know what OnlyFans is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, so I think that's like, yes. yeah, yeah. So I think that's interesting. Um, so, yeah, I don't think porn is... And I would else. do that. I would do OnlyFans. I mean, like I... Like, you would, you would have a profile? I think I would, like, if in another life, I would do it because, like, it's one? so safe. They would call me in my office and be like, girl. Like, <laughs> you got, listen, nowadays you don't got to show anything. You don't have to show you, faith. Well, that's so true. And that is why I think I would do an OnlyFans. Like, right. literally, if people would pay me. So I did, I did say at one point I would clean my house naked like that's as far as I would go mm -hmm. like I just handle my daily chores and just do it without clothes on but if I could do it with clothes on and somehow still get paid oh yeah I would totally do that mm -hmm. but <laughs> maybe between now and whatever we talk about that later I'll get more tips and see if I should do it <laughs> but it's it's been helping out the celebrities during like coronavirus like right, the ones who they're not making any money concert. Yeah, yeah and all that jazz but yeah so that's a whole nother and Yep, because that's what I'd probably have a problem with if my man was, like, subscribing to that as opposed to, like, watching porn or whatever. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So, I'll bring us back and kind of wrap us up with this question. <laughs> so, if you were in either Lynn's or Maya's uh, situation, what would you want your friends to do? Like, let's say you are going down this path right. in this, like, hypothetical situation. What would you want your friends to do? I think for me, I would want them to not ask too many questions <laughs> and just Ooh, okay. be prepared to receive okay. their roles and directions. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I could totally, yeah. But yeah, I, I think that would just be it. I'd be like, just yes, don't ask any questions. Here's what you are going to know. And this Classified is Classified information. Yes. Mm. yes. Chris Evans I is calling me daily. <laughs> That is what is happening. Um, oh, and I'm wearing a Captain America shirt. That's so funny. How funny. Um, I think for me, I definitely would not want to feel judged. So I would not like uh, the jokes about oh, y'all yeah. saying that I'm cheating on my husband <laughs> if I didn't, well, if I hadn't realized that I was yet. Um, and then, yeah, I don't think I would ever have y'all like involved with right meet the other person future. like we would no. never do double dates with like the other person because i acknowledge that you put you in a compromising situation even though your loyalties do lie with me mm -hmm. but um yeah i would just i would definitely just want alibis to be lined up as well right. like just you know if, if you know husband like ends up calling you just be like 
yep, like this is what happens. And maybe at some point, sprinkle in a little bit of advice on how to get me out of this situation. <laughs> but like, don't right. force it because I'm not going to be willing to do that. So, <laughs> yes. Basically, I would want my friends to keep my secret. Yeah. Now, if you know both of us, <laughs> well, go with the one you've gone longest with. Ooh, yes. Okay. Yes. Loyalty is on seniority or just the person that right. you are actually friends with. So, ooh. And that's, yeah. And if you know, like, you, if you know both for the same year, think of who give, who's given you the best <laughs> presents. There's levels. So if there's one that you're just friends with or the one you've known the longest or the one you've known the longest and who gives the best gifts and maybe has the most influence in your life. Or the most money. So, and it's okay to pick friends based or, on. Well, you know, and, and that truly is in the spirit of Tony Childs. <laughs> like, right. She's she's all about it. So yeah, well, this was fun. Had so yeah. much fun talking about this. We're back. I we're truly back, do we're back. hope, yes, that y'all enjoyed this as well. I hope if you're currently in a cheatation situation that you're not getting your friends too involved in everything. But if you are, hopefully your friends listen to this episode so they can kind of know what right. to do. And if you, you are, do. let us know and tell us. Oh what yes. Because <laughs> as I go back to the original, as I go back to the beginning of this episode i like to know but not be directly involved so uh, yes and give me you know, give me that second pot of tea yes situated in this podcast we can have that second level right. second pot of tea situation so i love it well um you know as per usual don't forget to send us your tales fails and details of all of your tenderonies but until our next episode be sure to keep it cute and court with confidence Bye. Thanks for listening, y'all, to another episode of Courting in Color. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Court in Color. That's C-O-U-R-T-N-C-O-L-O-R. Or email us at courtincolor at gmail.com. Head on over to our website at courtingincolor.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to us. Court dismissed. Bye. Bye.